0: Welcome to In Tune. I'm your co-host, Matt Rector, an aspiring luthier from Baltimore, Maryland.
1: And I'm your other co-host, Ethan Morset, a music producer and founder of Blue Haven Music based in Minnesota.
0: Our goal is to provide value to enterprising musicians, artists and craftspeople by sharing our conversations and the lessons we've learned along the way.
1: If you like our content, Help us out by following us and giving us a positive rating on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Tune in for new episodes on the first and third Wednesday of each month. This is episode 19. Today we're going to do a update episode. Um, just kind of Matt and I wanted to share some of the latest updates that we have going on, um, for Blue Haven Music, and for Rector Guitars. And so today, it's just going to be be a free-form episode where we just talk about what's been going on lately with with our two businesses. Uh, so why don't we start with you, Matt? What's What's been going on with Rector Guitars?
0: So I think since the last time we talked, um, I don't know if it made it into the episode or not, but we talked a little bit about... Um, accountability partners, and we actually sort of set some goals for each other, or we set some goals that we asked each other to sort of uh, help the other person stay accountable. So that was a really important exercise for me, and it's ironic because I know we've talked about some of this stuff in the podcast before, but it's definitely easy to get off track or lose sight of things. So, Right. I'll be honest, lately I have been struggling a little bit. Um, I've been struggling with just feeling a little overwhelmed. Um, Mm -hmm. Not that anything has been particularly hard, but I feel like there's so many things I want to do on so many things I need to get done that I just have had a hard time sort of organizing my thoughts and getting tasks done in an organized way. So the accountability partner thing really helped me to take the time to kind of analyze, Hey, like, you know, what is it that I need to do? Like, let's sit down, write a list, make a little bit of an outline for some of my goals and the the steps that I want to take to accomplish them. And then I was able to give some of those things to Ethan to help keep me accountable. So, uh, it's already proven to be pretty productive at least for me um i have done a lot to organize my workspace lately and clean up my tools and uh not just only mm-hmm. with um my workshop space but also with life in general like there's stuff i wanted to get rid of and sell and uh just some personal goals that i had that i've also sort of um integrated into the accountability thing so i actually created Mm -hmm. uh, a bit of an outline and i shared that with ethan um and sometimes i think just sharing your goals even if you don't have a set date or anything like that or set deadlines for anything just sharing your goals with someone who you check in with regularly can help motivate you a bit um yeah yeah yeah, I, I think that's really mostly it uh, in terms of what's going on with rector guitars. I do have a uh, a guitar that I was asked to build for a fundraiser, so um, That's cool. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. That's that's a ways away. Um, they gave me a, a good chunk of time to to do that. But I'm what uh, how to long that. do
1: you have to do that?
0: Um, I would say probably, probably, maybe, yeah, maybe like 10 months, I would say. It'll go by quick.
1: Is that for like, to raise scholarship money or or what? I think
0: something, I, I think it's something like that. Um, I actually don't know all the details exactly.
1: I mean, it's still cool to have your name on the list to to do something to make money for something like that. Um, Yeah, I'll talk about that more,
0: I'm sure, in the future when I know more about that.
1: Right, right, as you're actually actively working on it. Um, Yeah, I think, I mean, accountability partners are nothing new, right? Like, we've talked about that on the episode before. I've read about how important accountability partners are but there's a big difference between like knowing that it's effective and then actually practicing it, and seeing how how it uh, how it works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's been the same thing. It's been the same thing for me with um, with you and my mentor as far as having an accountability partner, setting targets on things. It's it's like I know in the grand scheme of things, like I could miss all those targets and nothing would change. Like you could just be like, you told me you'd get that done, but okay, whatever. You didn't get it done. Things got busy and you know, you wouldn't give me a hard time about it, but it's still that like having to go through that process of telling somebody that you didn't get it done, that almost it's still like you want to avoid that, you know? Even mm-hmm. though you know it's not going to be a big deal if you miss your target, it's like having that extra person involved and having to tell them that you didn't get something done. It just somehow for shame still motivates you to get it done. Well, yeah, like I mean, you could give me a really hard time <laughs> about it, but like, and yeah, you maybe don't... you would just because we're friends. But like, my teacher, my music production teacher. He's not going to give me a really hard time if something came up, right? He's going to be understanding and be like, okay, yeah, I get it. But I still want to avoid that, even though I know that there's nothing he can do to penalize me. It's not like he's going to grade me or anything, right? I'm paying him. If anything, he should be worried about his performance, (laughs) you know? Um, So it's just, it's just, and, and believe me, he should be worried about it um just kidding uh, you should, uh, but
0: you should tell him that if he's not hard enough on you like you're asking you're asking him to hold you accountable so like but you're going to be you're going to hold him accountable for holding you accountable so if he doesn't Oh hold
1: man
0: you-
1: <laughs> yeah. this is like inception of in- accountability right here so
0: if he doesn't give you a hard time you know you're going to fire him
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. If I'm not getting anything out of this mentorship, I'm, I'm gonna probably fire him. So, um, I don't know. It's just like having that person involved for whatever reason. It just gives you that little bit of extra oomph to follow through with something. Mm -hmm. And if at at the very least, even if you miss your target date, you set an, it's like you set a new target date. Right. Mm -hmm. And just having that target, having that, aim just helps you get stuff done yeah. so I hear I hear what you're saying there for sure I, I think we should continue to do this obviously and the other thing too I don't, I don't know about what you've been doing but I've been adding your targets to a calendar and then I've also been adding mine to a calendar so I know what I told you that I was going to get done and having that on a calendar also I feel like helps me get it done a little bit, sure. It's just, it's just the, those little extra things that seem to help me get a little bit more motivated. But I'm, I'm glad that it's having. You know, we kind of just brought it up that other episode, and I'm glad that it's been so effective for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the big things for me is just being organized and, um having more concrete goals, writing things down really is helpful. I think we vastly underestimate in sort of the digital age. We, we vastly underestimate the power of, or, or even typing, but just writing things down as a way to sort of organize your thoughts. Um, Mm -hmm. it's definitely been valuable for me and, um, hopefully we'll have, uh, you know, more updates uh next month I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh I guess I can talk about my updates then for <laughs> for Blue Haven Music. Yeah. Unless unless you had anything else you wanted to talk about. <laughs> That's with it Rector for episode
0: guitars. 19. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> we're
1: just going to do an update for Matt. I I don't have any anything interesting going on. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm still <laughs> trying to get that booger out of my nose, you know. So, <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, how rude of me. What what, <laughs> what's going on with Blue Haven Music?
1: Uh, I don't know. It it. I'm trying to think about everything that has been going on. I feel like a lot has been going on. I.
0: You got some new some new paying customers I've heard.
1: Yeah, so I'm not a millionaire yet. Keyword is yet. I and I, I'm not really making that much money yet, but I am making money and that's kind of cool. And it's certainly not enough to right now the last two purchases are not enough to live off of let alone buy A meal at like a restaurant. (laughs) Uh but Hey, you could start. You
0: could buy a McDouble, maybe.
1: Yeah, I could probably buy a McDouble with what I've made. Uh I've made more money than that, but specifically on what (laughs) I've been like So I think I've talked about this before, but I'm trying to get on to song libraries um but basically just upload my music to a library that allows people to find your music and license it for their own videos and stuff. And mm. what I've been using is Pond5 and I've uploaded something like 20 tracks on there now. It's a okay. little misleading because I I uploaded both instrumental and vocal tracks, so like if a track is vocals has vocals in it, I also upload an instrumental version of that same track. So really like some of the tracks are like Of those 20, some of them are really the same song, just a version of it without vocals. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've so far gotten two purchases on there, um, which isn't a lot, and I'm only selling my songs for $5. And, of course, Pond5 takes a cut of that, so I'm not really making a lot yet. But I view it as... I like to focus less on the monetary value that I'm getting right now. And just the fact that I'm crossing a boundary, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm taking a step closer, like before I can start making a lot of money on pond five, I have to make my first purchase, right? Or I have to make my first sale and then my second sale and then whatever. Um, And so just to see two sales, what's the name of the
0: service again?
1: It's called pond five. P O N D five dot com, like the number five. Okay. P O so N D and then the number five dot com. The reason I'm on there is because the bar for uploading music is lower, so you don't have to you don't have to have a lot of credibility already built up to get on that song library. Um, so it's kind of a starter, a, like a beginner area for like. It's a good place to maybe get started for, like, licensing music
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and and work your way up to maybe some of the other ones. Um, so, anyway, I my plan with that is just to keep writing as much music. I've heard that the more music you have on there, the more likely you will get found, and the more likely that you get found, the more likely that you'll make a sale and make more money on there. So... Really right now, my focus has been just trying to write as much music as possible, as quickly as possible, and uploading it on there, and releasing it, and just continuing that cycle. And I think that's also been good because from an education perspective, it's allowed me to practice my songwriting skills a lot more quickly. It's kind of like the the thing that um, you've said in the past, like, um, fail quickly, you know, like, fail and fail fast. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm failing, but like the faster that I move through this process, the more lessons I learn. You mm-hmm. know? And yeah. so I'm that's kind of what I've been focused on right now is fast learning. Um and I think it's been good.
0: I uh what are what songs, if you don't mind, sold on Pond Five?
1: Uh that Midnight, that lo fi song. Okay. That has like the, remember the, uh, did I ever share that one that had the YouTube video? Like the music yes, video? I remember that one. It was it was that one. And then the other one was um, actually my first song I ever released, uh, Through the Tunnel. Mm-hmm. You remember that one? Yes. The fir- that was the first one I actually like released on Spotify. Um, that one also got sold. And that one actually got sold with vocals. So whoever bought it wanted the vocal version. Hmm. Um. So that's cool.
0: I uh, But yeah, I think I it's just kind of Pond the start. 5. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Buy
1: stuff from me right now. Hey everybody <laughs> who listens to this podcast. I don't care if you're going to use it or not. Just go on pond5 and start buying stuff.
0: Yeah, pond5.com. Ethan Morissette 810. That's or just search Blue Haven Music.
1: Best music you'll ever hear. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's been going on. And then um, Small Wins, right? Um, And then I think the other thing, I've kind of already talked about it, but um, I got a music production coach recently, and I don't know if I've talked about that since we've been on the podcast. I guess we did with mentorship, didn't we? but i think i was in the early stages of that yeah and so now i've had a lot more lessons with them, him um and it's been going well i i wish i would have done this sooner i wouldn't say that like i've drastically changed all of a sudden but i can tell that i'm getting better faster than i was before i would agree with you and i think your progress has
0: been recently has been has been faster um I've noticed that your songs are sounding. Every time you release a new song, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. noticing each song is really like getting better and better. And I mean, you, uh, you, you know this actually. Even Abby and I listened to one of your songs, and it mm-hmm. kind of made us a little emotional. Like, I, I feel yeah. like your songs have been a little more personal. Um, have felt at least have felt a, a little more personal lately. And just knowing you so well, or at least I think that I know you pretty well. Um, <clears throat> yep. It uh, struck a chord with me, no pun intended.
1: <laughs> well, good. You know, um, my goal as a musician is to make people cry, so... um hey, I didn't say I'm, I cried, It sounds man. like I'm getting I didn't there. say I
0: cried. <laughs> I just said that it made me feel something.
1: Okay, well... That's the step. That's the first step to you got to feel something before you can feel sad, right?
0: It made me feel angry. <laughs> angry. <laughs> no, it it uh I shed one single tear out of my um out of my left eye. Uh-huh. Specifically? Just one single tear.
1: A single tear. Hey, again, that's a start. I'll take it.
0: It Um, Uh, I was drinking, (laughs) I was drinking whiskey and just that one single tear just, it fell down into my whiskey glass.
1: And then you drank it. (laughs) That's the best kind of whiskey is when you got your own tears in it. (laughs) (laughs) Adds a little bit of salt to it, you know? Um.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Um, Sorry. I um got us a little distracted. But I'm I'm glad to hear that um you feel like this is making a a, a difference and that, you know, it's sort of ramped up your progress as a music producer. Um anything else or, or what else I guess in regards to that or in regards to the um mentorship?
1: I, I mean, I'm working on a song right now. I just, you, you, um, I released a song recently. That's the one that you're talking about right now. The one that made you shed a single tear into your whiskey that you drank. And then, uh, and then I finished another song, which you have also heard because you are my accountability partner and sharing the song with you was my um, fulfilling that. And then I'm working on a third song now um, that is an instrumental track. And this one's a little bit faster than the other two. I'm, I'm kind of trying to start to pick up my speed a little bit. Um, it helps that this is an instrumental and not a vocal because vocal has so much more processing involved in it. Um, but interesting. Uh, I'm I'm already, with this track, I'm already on the first draft of the mix. I have to have that done. Originally, it was supposed to be done today. My teacher had to reschedule for Thursday, so it'll be finished for Thursday. and then he will review it and I will make those final tweaks and then I'll show him draft 2. and if there's any if it sounds good and there's no little like last minute tweaks, then I'll release it right there. So oh, nice. Um, this next track is all actually almost done already. Songwriting's done. It's just the the mixing that I'm doing now.
0: Interesting. So, so,
1: I this is the, the fastest track yet that I have released so far. That's cool. Fastest meaning getting through it the fastest. That's
0: good. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I know you're trying to be able to produce. It's not like songs it's like, at like at a 300
1: BPM or anything. Yeah, it's not like fastest by like BPM. It's not like 300 BPM. Oh, it's you're like talking only about... like.
0: Oh, I got you. I got you.
1: I'm. I'm just joking. What what you said is... I was making a joke. What you said is what I meant. I was just making a joke about how it's not like 300 BPM. (laughs) Because I said it's the fastest song I've ever made.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought. But then you said that, and I was like, oh, I didn't understand. Um,
1: Sorry to confuse.
0: I'm curious. You say... You just... I guess from my own understanding, you said that songs with vocals require a lot more processing. I guess the way I always thought of it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, you could have like a singer songwriters type of tune where it's just one singer and a guitar. When I think of instrumental songs, I generally think of like these big epic, like orchestra pieces. So I would think it would be the opposite. Why is, like, I guess, why is that? Why are vocal songs, um, why do they have more processing?
1: I, I mean, it it depends on the genre. Um, I mean, and singer-songwriter is not, it's, I mean, more often than not, singer-songwriter is not just acoustic guitar and vocals anymore. It's... That's true. Drums, bass... I just used that um, as, like, an example. Yeah. Um vocals are scrutinized more heavily than any other instrument. Like if a vocal doesn't sound great, then people are going to are a lot more likely to dismiss the song. If the Mm. guitar doesn't sound quite great, like they might be more forgiving of that. Like I feel like the expectation in today's world, if you think of like pop vocals and everything, everything's so pristine and perfect. Okay. And so a lot of processing goes into making those vocals sound as good as possible. Um, they by far get the most attention because, I mean, in a vocal song, the vocals are front and center, right? Mm-hmm. So they're the most important instrument in that song. So they require extra editing, they require extra processing, more, and they're the expectation is you're more specific and more detailed with your processing on your vocals than you are with any other instrument Mm. and because of that it becomes a more time consuming process I mean you're talking about like you you record the vocals you record multiple takes and then you combine the different parts of each take together into one super take basically that's called vocal comping um so you basically take the best parts of each take that you recorded and you put them all together. Then you edit that. You edit out anything that you don't think sounds good. If anything timing-wise was off, you fix the timing. You do vocal tuning, um, which is basically a, like auto-tune. Um, and then you do you do gain automation, which basically just means it's almost like compression But you do it's like it's like a form of compression where you try to balance out the audio across the board before you even send it into the compressor so that the compressor the compressor has a more even input, if that makes sense. Okay. And then and then you compress it, you EQ it, like it's just a lot. I I, like the the takeaway is it's just a lot more, the expectation is a lot more. It's an, it's the most focal and important instrument in a vocal track. Um, and I would disagree. So, a
0: guitar is clearly the most important. Spoken like a true guitarist. <laughs> yeah, <whatever.
1: laughs> you're you're biased. Uh, I would also say that songs with vocals in them tend to be more popular than songs that are purely instrumental. And so I'd think just like Except
0: for a guitar. it, it
1: the <laughs> the expectation <laughs> is just higher. I don't know if that makes sense. It, do- just, it does. There's, there's more it does. processing. It I mean, when
0: you listen to a um, you still with me?
1: No, I'm not here oh, anymore. Okay.
0: I well, I touched my Bluetooth headset and I thought I might have hung up on you by accident. Um, oh. <laughs> no, I I would agree with you that. I mean, listen to any pop song, or any song with vocals, for that matter, and. I would say you're right that you know we definitely tend to focus on the vocals uh, more than anything else
1: especially in pop music especially in pop music um, but yeah I mean it's just and there's there's even more than that like in a lot of songs people record doubles which basically is just recording the same part over again and then mixing it in subtly. Like that last song I sent you, um, the the rap song. Mm-hmm. There's literally two full tracks that are wrapping the entire thing behind the main vocal track. So I had to rap that. I had to rap that three times. Uh, I mean, I did it many more times than that because I my main vocal um, track. I had to record multiple takes of but then there's also like a couple backing tracks behind that where I rap the entire thing the verse the chorus all that stuff as a double of what I rap before and that's all just kind of subtly mixed underneath my main vocal um hmm. so like there's those types of things too so it's just there's just a lot more processing it's not to say that it's not there's not that type of processing on an instrumental track. It's just it's more I feel like it's more you have to be more detailed with vocals than you do with maybe other instruments.
0: Except guitar.
1: Except for guitar <laughs> and and um, ukulele and harmonica.
0: Harmonica. Yeah. And the penny whistle. Don't forget the penny whistle
1: especially the penny whistle.
0: I got one of those. And Abby? <laughs> Did you? Every time I like actually try I like I I got one like not ironically, like I actually want to do like try to learn to you play. You got an
1: unironic penny yeah, whistle.
0: I I got one cuz I wanted to like try to learn to play like Irish reels and stuff on it like sure. You know, not just to like squeak but every time and now Abby wants a divorce. Yeah, every time I try to practice, I'm just not allowed to. So, I'm never going to get good at it because every time I try to learn, my wife yells at me. And of course, I I can't learn or I can't get better if I, you know, can't practice. So, I will forever be a novice uh, penny whistle player. <laughs>
1: A penny whistler <laughs> you know um maybe you just need to rent out a studio and practice there yeah. or uh um, maybe you could go to like the library or something and practice there
0: yeah <laughs> no one uh, goes to
1: the library anymore
0: I'll, I'll rent out a studio specifically for for penny whistle <laughs>
1: Sounds like a good financial you know investment I'm, to me.
0: You know, I I shouldn't um. <laughs> I shouldn't diminish the the penny whistle as an instrument, or like the recorder. You know, like
1: who's who's diminishing the penny whistle right now? I I honestly, for one, think it's a better instrument than guitar.
0: Okay, and that's
1: now one of the better instruments. We have a problem. Penny whistle is like if the penny whistle is better than guitar, it's it's a good instrument.
0: I would agree it's a good instrument, (laughs) but um, I would not say it's better than the guitar.
1: Oh, the guitar is the
0: ultimate instrument.
1: That's, I guess, agree to disagree. Um. Anyway, we are getting way off topic now.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah, I guess I think that's really about it for me. I've had a lot of, um, I've been blessed with a lot of guests lately. As you know, Kyle came to visit me, and Henry's coming to visit me, and uh, we had a really so social popular. weekend. Yeah, we had a really social weekend this last weekend, and um, but I was also very productive, so I've been staying busy. Um,
1: Keep at it, man.
0: Yeah, but... It's been good. I don't think I have really any big updates besides that. Um, Did you have anything else for our update episode of the month? Uh,
1: I I think I'm good. I think that's all I want to share.
0: All righty. I think that is it for episode 19. Until next time. You heard him.
1: (laughs) You heard him. Episode 19.
0: Okay, yeah. Sorry.
1: Um that's all we have for episode 19. I'm going to steal it for Matt. Until next time, stay tuned.